That's another Seahawk game day weekend. Week four, we'll take the Seahawks to Miami as they try to go 4-0 for only the uh, first time in team history. Pete Carroll joins us as he does every Friday. Coach, great to talk to you once again. Thanks, Dory. It's good to talk to you, too. Looking forward to a big game this weekend. I don't know if this is a fair question because I doubt if you remember how you felt when you were three and zero, or five and one, or seven and two past seasons, but you've you guys have been three and zero one time before with you as coach, and that season ended pretty darn well, as I recall. Do you remember how you felt, kind of at this stage of the season, about your team versus how you feel in two thousand twenty? Nah, I can't tell you that I do. Uh, I, I do have that that you know that re- recollection. The, um, I know that we were we were pretty confident at the time uh, throughout that whole season. We, if you remember, Dory, that year there might have been eight or nine games that were all one-pointers or come from behind mm-hmm. or down to 21 points at halftime or crazy stuff, you know, and it took a lot of, a lot of magic to get those wins like it does. It's already, in, you know, in evidence again. You know, it, it, these games are hard to win. And uh, – on the years when you do have a really good season and a really good record, you find a way to win those close games, you know, and that's that's just the NFL. And look 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 how we've started already, you know. Well, and you know, everybody talks about last season. You had more one score wins than any team, and 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 people say, well, there's going to be regression to the mean, and and they can't keep up that pace. But you and I have talked before. There's something a little bit magical about your team in close games. And I don't know if it's you. I don't know if it's Russell. I don't know if it's an entire team mentality that you've been able to instill, but it clearly is not luck. I mean, we have enough of a track history of this, whether it's back to 2013 or last season or the first three games this year. There's something going on in these close games that defies probability. What do you think it is? Well, you know, there's there's a lot that goes into getting your men, mental right so that you can hang tough in these games, and it, it it takes a lot of people to get this done. I think that I have a role in that in in trying to set the stage and set the expectations that we're going to be real comfortable when we get in these environments and these kind of settings. Uh, but I think it has a lot to do with the guys taking the snaps on offense, you know, and and the leadership we get on defense from Bobby. Russell has been so instrumental in so many of these games to give us the chance always, you know, and, and uh, with the offense. And his belief is so strong and his, his resolve that there's, there's a way. You may not be able to see it right now, but he knows that there is. We'll figure it out and we'll find it. Um, just adds to the optimism. And, and, and I think the, over, the overriding, uh, you know, culture part of this is, is – is strong and that we really believe that something good is going to come about. We're going to figure it out. You know, if we just keep on taking our swings and, and, and doing right, we'll, we'll find a way to outlast them. And that's kind of what it's been like. And, and uh, so we're, we're kind of accustomed to it, you know, and that's, that's a good thing. It's a good thing to be accustomed to things that are really hard. Well, and, and it's hard on everybody else, but that's, just, that's, that's kind of how it is. <laughs> I, I don't want to belabor this, but when you say the overriding culture of this – Every coach, every team in the history of the league has wanted to have that kind of overriding culture. Can, can you pinpoint, can you articulate what you've been able to do to instill that culture? 
<laughs> well, you know, I don't like talking about all that stuff. But, I, I know, uh, but what, 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 okay, I, here's what I would tell you. What I okay. would tell you is we have and have had for the last 20 years in our program a really clear sense of finishing, and, and, and a whole mentality and, and a conversation uh, and teaching principles about that, so that when the time comes, we don't get whacked out based on whatever the circumstances or the outcomes might be. You know, we're, 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 we're clear about how we're going to do it. And we, we, we spend a lot of time on it. I don't know how much time other teams, I, I've never been anywhere where they did what we're doing and talked like we talk. So I, I don't know how other places do it, but for us, this is kind of what we play for, you know, and it goes back there's a funny thing. It goes back to when Bud Grant, when I was there at Minnesota, he said, all you want to do is give you, your, your team a chance to win on the last play of the game. And, and he, he was very, very principled about some stuff, and, and that was one of them. And, and I, I recall we were playing the Chargers one time in, in, you know, in the dome there, and we, we were kicking a field goal to win the game. And I looked down, and Bud's down about the goal line walking in the tunnel before the ball was snapped. <laughs> he was walking off the field, man. And, and we kicked it and made it, and he never even looked back. He just kept walking. <laughs> I mean, that was the epitome, man. Okay, I gave him it. I gave him the chance. If they won it, okay, go ahead, go win the game, and we're, you know, let's, we'll go to the next one. And there was something about, you know, there, there's something about being, you know, being poised about those moments so that you can make the right decisions and the right choices and all. But so also so you can enjoy it instead of dreading it, you know. I, mean, I yeah. love those games. You know that. I love these kinds of these kinds of finishes and stuff. To me, this is the whole deal. <laughs> Why we we go there, you know, and, and play them to see if we can find a way to do something really unique and special on a day. And so all of that has to do with the mentality. And I don't. I'm really trying not to let our guys think anything different than that. So that's well, kind of the way it is, you know. Unfortunately, we got a great quarterback <laughs> that knows how to do it, and, and he makes it look easy sometimes. You said you don't like to talk about this, and then you just gave me the greatest answer ever. I love that. Well, I didn't. Oh, well, whatever. Okay. Well, you, you wore me down. The great interviewer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, well, because you said after the game Sunday, you said you like it this way. And do you really? I mean, do you? Because I asked you years ago. That. What do you think? I'm, I'm saying that and not meaning it? Of course I do. <laughs> I, I don't know. Do. I've got so many games in my background that have been like this. That to me, I, this is these are the moments that I – that I look forward to because these are when you're challenged the most, you know, the games, if you win a game easier, you get beat by a bunch of points, you know, you know, okay. You couldn't do much about it, but when it gets down to it and, and I get a chance to talk to Bobby on, on, in a couple of weeks ago against new England before the last play, that that's, that's the real deal. Now that is for me, that, that, that's the moment. Those are the moments that you, that you hope you can, you have the opportunity to be in and then you'll hope you, you win yeah. <laughs> and you can win those things, you know, and that's that's it's it makes everything that much more fun and, and that much more unique and memorable and all that. So it's very wow. exciting. All right, I'm with you on that. Uh, in the game, uh, Russell Wilson now NFC Player of the Week offensively twice in three weeks. He's the Player of the Month offensively. He has set an NFL record with 14 touchdown passes in the first three games. Uh, the conventional wisdom is eventually defenses will adjust and catch up to anything that's kind of outside of the the mean. Uh, what's that? That's got to be a challenge for you and for Russell as everybody tries to catch up with him to to keep up this extraordinary pace the first three weeks. 
We're going back to ground check. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nice. All right. We'll, we'll, end, we'll end all the suspicion about it or the, the nice. mystery about it. We're going back to ground check. We're just going to keep battling, you know, Dory. We just keep trying to do, you know, put together good game plans. The offensive coaches are doing a great job. Our, our players are coming through and making the plays and make, you know, they're giving us the opportunities and the options to put together plans based on what they're capable of doing that, you know, are giving us a, a good aggressive attack. We just haven't had to slow it down at this point, you know, at any time. So we're just going to keep going and, and, you know, take what's, what's given to us and, and see if we can really hit it on a high percentage um, and, and we'll get good results. There you go. All right. Uh, huge news in the league this week, the first COVID outbreak hitting the, the Tennessee Titans. You have talked to me since week one, Pete, about how proud you've been of the organization, how they've handled this challenge. Uh, and I know that this has kind of rocked the league. So uh, how, does, how does this change what you communicate to your players in any way, or does it give you a chance to reinforce what you have been communicating? Yeah, and both. You know, in that, uh, you know, we we are prepared for this, you know, this occurrence because we have to be, and we have you know a protocol about what we're doing and how we're doing everything, and and we shift right into that mode, you know, when we have to. But there's nothing like you know being reminded again to to make sure that the sense of urgency of all of the details are, are adhered to because this is really about discipline, and and that there's just no way of getting around it. You've got to have, you know, a commitment to it. You've got to have habits. You've got to have really clear messaging. And then you've got to stick to it. you just got to tough it out. And we're just barely getting started. So we're a long ways down. But, but when it happens, it reminds us of all of the, the, the things that are so important. And, and unfortunately, they're learning the hard way. And, you know, and you know how that goes. Yep. And so we'd like to not have to do that. But um, it does remind us. And we went through kind of our – our routines again, just, you know, okay, if it happened again, let's go through it again, you know, and make sure we're, we're not getting rusty or, or raggedy. And, and also we, we, we do, we learn some things too, as we go forward. So we were constantly trying to adapt to do better and do right and, and stay safe and keep, take care of our people. Lots of challenges there. Okay. I set aside uh, lots of time for how banged up you guys are. So I kind of wanted to run down that list for, for this weekend, uh, guys who were banged up over the weekend last weekend, Jamal Adams, Jordan Brooks, Chris Carson. Uh, can you start with those three, how they're looking? Yeah, um, Jordan, Jordan's really stiff. He, I, he's, he's not going to make it this weekend. Uh, okay. just, just needs to swell up enough. and It's not too bad, but, but it just wound up being really stiff. Uh, Jamal is, is not ready yet. Um, he, he won't make it, which uh, you know, we'll miss the heck out of him. Um, Chris Carson uh, had a, had an excellent week. Practiced, you know, today and yesterday on Thursday, and was able to uh, to really show that he was ready. He just bounced right back, and and uh, so we're really happy about that. So um, the, the other guys that were that were nicked in the game are pretty much you know doing okay, um, but we're gonna lose a couple of them. Okay, uh, the Chris Carson injury. Uh, I know you said your words. You were pissed about what looked like an alligator death roll on his knee. I mean, it's amazing that it's not more serious. Where's the line? How do you articulate the line? Because you want your guys to play with their hair on fire, and you're, you're playing as hard as you can. You're hitting as hard as you can. Where's the line between what's just great aggressiveness 
versus you know what ticked you off about that that play last weekend well it's, it's really about intent you know uh, when you're intending to play the game hard fly around and, and knock the heck out of one another and, and and particularly when you're working hard to stay within the guidelines you know um it's anything goes yeah. you know but but when when it, you know it, like we had a couple of weeks ago when when Quandre Diggs you know uh, led with his helmet on that hit and that was the right call and he made it you know he just got excited and didn't make the right choice at the right time to slide his head to the side and use his shoulder you know that was the right call also in the right but his intent was not to hurt the guy he just it just he just didn't execute properly under the circumstance and then when you if when somebody goes too far and they and they'll go outside of the lines and it's really obvious when it happens yeah and and uh, then then um, you know I think it's then you know we, we're Hopefully the league does a good job and, and the players do a good job of, of, you know, managing and making sure that we don't let that happen again. And whatever leads to that, you know, there's, there's not that much of that in our game. It, it doesn't happen very often. But when it does, and I'm not even talking about this instance because I'm, sure. I'm not judging this instance. The, um, it's just there's a, the brotherhood and the, and the camaraderie and the respect that we should demonstrate for one another to play this crazy game we play should should – uh, outweigh, you know, taking taking the liberties to to put somebody in harm's way, and there so uh, and so that when if we do that properly, then we'll, we'll you know it's a great game and it is a great game and there's no no one person or a couple people are going to take that away from it, but um, we certainly have to govern it and be strict about it and and you know kind of take care of one another. Well, it's really nice to hear that the injury wasn't more severe as was originally feared. Okay, your opponent this Sunday, the Miami Dolphins, you're one of the few people, Pete, who's been around long enough to give me a great answer on this. Best quarterback beard ever, Ryan Fitzpatrick or Dan Fouts? Well, you know, I'm a little partial to Dan Fouts, you know, sure. and, and all because we, we came up at the same time and and uh, kind of battled back in the day. And so, uh, remember, we were in the same class, even different schools. But um, so I'm, he had the, fir- the best first one, okay? But there ain't nothing like, there ain't nothing like this guy now. <laughs> this is the real deal, man. He, he looks like he should be on the, the cough drops uh, box or something, you know? <laughs> I like that. He should be. You're absolutely right. And then they got the O'Day High School UW product, Miles Gaskin. I watched him last weekend. He's, he's a load at running back. He's good. He's yeah. really good, and, and he's he's uh, he doesn't have all of the number, size, weight, speed wise that you would think, but he's got the heart and the instincts and the, and the tenacity. He's a really good player. Those two guys in particular, they they make you a good team now. They, they these guys are good. Uh, I've I've never seen Ryan play any better than he's playing right now, or run any better than he's running right now at 37 years old, uh, and and then with Miles in there pounding away. It's a good, it's a good attack, and they've got a couple of terrific receivers, a heck of a tight end. This is a difficult offense, and so we're gonna, we're gonna have a tough time with these guys. Okay, cross country trip. Was it Smith Brothers? The cough drop just popped so. in my head. Is that who we were talking yeah, about? I think, okay, uh, that's, that's what I came up with too, Smith Brothers. <laughs> okay, just, just wanted to make sure. All right, a cross country trip. You guys are trying for four and zero, oh, and. I know you break these seasons into quarters. Uh, what a fantastic yeah, way right. to to end the first quarter of the season if you can go down there and get the job done, Pete. It's about finishing the first quarter right now. You're right, Dory. And, and to, to finish well, we got to do right longer than the other guys. So if we can go down there and, and, and outlast them and keep playing and taking the right steps, you know, 
play after play after play down the stretch. Maybe we'll get a chance to win on Buzz's last play of the game again. There you go. All right, well, go get them, and I'll look forward to talking to you next week, Pete. All right, Joyce. See you. Thanks. Okay, the coach of the Seattle Seahawks, Pete Carroll. Uh, the game kicks off at 10 o'clock Sunday morning. You'll hear it right here on 97.3 Cairo FM, and I'll be on the air with all my pregame co-hosts at 7 a.m. Sunday. All right, we'll check the news for you, and then Fast 15. Coming up next here on the Dory Monson Show.